Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Chris, uh, with me this week in these unprecedented times, I have got Adam. Hello. How are you? I'm good, but I'm worried that my surgical mask uh, advertising idea has gone to put now. So what was that then? Well, I was going to buy lots of surgical masks. And I was going to write like Sullivan and Gold out, glazers out, sell them outside the grounds. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'd have made it and people would have wanted that. I think, mean, yeah, I mean, there's always been like sort of capitalism Public safety and getting, and getting your political opinion across. Why exactly? Yeah. Yeah. I was going to charge like £20. Uh huh. London, yeah. London, 30 quid. End times, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, we've got Scott. Hi. How are you? Uh, I'm good. Long day. Contingency plans over the dreaded C word at work. Fun times ahead. <laughs> Speaking of contingency, we've got um, <laughs> trapped, unable to get out. <laughs> yes, I'm self-isolated. Under martial law. Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, if you remember, if anyone remembers the film, if anyone remembers the film Escape from New York, that's basically where Emma is right now. <laughs> uh, soon, yeah. Escape from the Rambler. <laughs> If you act quickly, you could set up the vigilante group, like the one that Homer set up. <laughs> Can you swing a sack of doorknobs? <laughs> Can I? you got to supply your own knobs. <laughs> you, you killed some zombie Flanders. Flanders was a zombie? <laughs> Ken, I'd be lying if I said I didn't commit some crimes. <laughs> Coronavirus. God's sake, every bloody week. Right. <laughs> Uh, coronavirus has wiped out so far this week. It has wiped out um, most uh, of the top five leagues within Europe. I think pretty much all of them. Uh, Premier League, um, pretty weirdly, after saying yesterday, business as usual. Um... Well, 45 minutes later, our manager went down. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, uh, and a couple of players. The yeah. whole squad had to be isolated. <laughs> then, Hudson, then a player went down and a whole other squad had to be isolated. Yeah. And then four players had symptoms at another team. It kind of it kind of snowballed <laughs> very quickly. And then, yeah, not long after that, there was, um, we're going to have a meeting tomorrow. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Nudge, 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 wink, wink. It nearly went as badly as the, um, as the, Australian, as the Formula One Grand Prix, where they went, it's going to be fine. And then three people, three teams had to, ha- oh, three people from teams had to self-isolate. So they were still going to be fine. Then McLaren went, we're not going to race. They went, it's still fine. <laughs> and they went, um, maybe we need to look into this. And then they went, oh, we're going to cancel three races. <laughs> it's brilliant. We're not panicking. We're not panicking. <laughs> <laughs> It's uh, still fine. Yeah, so the EFL has also gone the Women's Super League and uh, 
the Women's Championship are all off till the 4th of April, uh, subject to quote-unquote conditions at that time. Dan Rowan, the BBC Sports Correspondent, has said he's been privately told that it is also quote-unquote almost impossible it will restart at that time. Um, England international games against Denmark and Italy are also cancelled as well. Um... Manchester City, Chelsea, Leicester, Bournemouth, Watford and Arsenal all have players and staff in isolation. As I say, Liga, La Liga, Serie A, uh, all have games suspended. The AFCON has got games uh, suspended as well as the Champions League and the Europa League next week. Um, so how do we think UEFA have handled this? How do we think um, Premier League have handled this? Have they made the right decision? Should they have carried on because people are still going to the theatre and people are still presumed commuting in packed underground trains and stuff um, right. or should they stop you there huh? I'll stop you with that nonsense okay so what you're essentially they're saying there is I'm not people... saying I'm, I'm asking the question as a um, uh, what's that word we use the devil's advocate person well, so as you play devil's advocate you're supposed to say <laughs> you're supposed to say that up front otherwise it just sounds like you have horrific opinions no I was asking the question I said so is this the <laughs> What that's essentially saying is, oh, if people do one bad thing, then they should do or one risky thing, they should do a million risky things. Okay. So it's about mitigating mitigating situations, right? Mm-hmm. People have to get to an extent. People have to get on public transport to get to work, especially if they provide important services. If they, like, what well, we can do, close down the tubes and then not have any doctors be able to get anywhere. Surely the public transport's only for poor people, so it doesn't really matter, does it? <laughs> Not in London to start. Really... <laughs> uh, I'm, and... I'm only joking with that. <laughs> <laughs> and you, you just said that as Scott put his hand up, so that's <laughs> rude. Um, what was your next question? How badly did you how bad how have you overhandled it? Uh, I would say terribly, considering they forced Wolves to play against... Uh, yeah. Against, yeah, against Olympiacos. Jesus. Um, what was it? I've run out. Run out. What, everyone's basically done terrible, Chris. Okay, should they mm. have... Uh, should they have suspended the league till a given date? Should they have cancelled the whole thing? Uh, take your Liverpool hats off. Should they cancel the whole thing? Because it's got implications <laughs> elsewhere. Liverpool hat. <laughs> <laughs> All right, your anti-Liverpool hats off then. Um, or should they have... I mean, yeah, you're right, they can't carry on. But yeah, Scott and uh, Emma, what should they have done in your opinion? I'm not allowed an opinion. <laughs> no, you just had one. No, you can have one. You just had You are allowed an opinion. to have an opinion. <laughs> yeah, you can't remember Joy Division. <laughs> if I can't remember... Can I remember my old opinions? Because if you can't... <laughs> Sorry, I thought you gave me your opinion, so I was letting the others have a, have a speak. No, no, no. Everyone's gone quiet now. I'm still baffled. Charlton went ahead this week. I, another yeah. point. Yeah, that should never have went ahead. Charlton races. Running made on Football Weekly about that was incredible. We cancelled. Yeah. We cancelled <laughs> Charlton for foot and mouth disease. Yeah, but, but like... humans can't contract. <laughs> Only horses. Go then, uh, everyone but Adam. Um, what do you guys think? They really should have suspended the Champions League and everything before Liverpool even played this week. As much as I found hilarious that that game went ahead and lost. I mean... Yeah, we're not talking about that game yet. (laughs) (laughs) Skip straight past that. (laughs) Madrid's the biggest hotspot, like, outbreak zone outside of China and Italy. 
In fact, it's more than China now. So it's outside of Italy in Europe. And the British government let 3,000 people in from Madrid with no checks. Brilliant. What could possibly have gone wrong? Um, <laughs> so where are we now? I mean, are we talking about the suspension till the 4th of April just in the Premier League? Other leagues might be a little bit different than that. So we're moving towards the summer. So there's very little giving the calendar as it is. Uh, the council of the international friendlies. So maybe that gives a little bit of give there. Unless Euros, will be can- Euros will be cancelled. Yeah, that's definitely going to be cancelled. Or move to next year. Or, yeah, postponed ah, yeah. to next year. Yeah. Where we've got the Club World Cup. That's, that's as good as that. Yeah. Because the... Asian, Asian World Cup qualifiers are done. So the, so South American qualifiers. All the, um, I imagine the UEFA Nations League stuff will be done, will be postponed. So just push it back for another year. So with that in mind, you're going to have, uh, presumably there'll be a Confederations Cup next year, the year before the World Cup. Will that lead to some sort of UEFA FIFA clash? There's also the FIFA Club World Cup that they'll be anxious to have as well, won't they? The inaugural they'll one of those. They'll be enough. Um, I'm just trying to think about UEFA and FIFA's working relationship at the moment, how good that is. So whether they're going to like just to be spiteful little sods if we decide to move the Euros. Or is a global I mean, pandemic bringing well, people together? People are going to have to move lots of things, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I think that is, we're in an, an inevitability now that that's going to have to that just as Scott said, that's going to have to go. Um, in terms of them cancelling <clears throat> the in terms of them cancelling the fixtures, I don't. Although the sort of ask about face way that they've gone about sort of immediately backtracking on statements essentially they've finally come to a sensible decision and I don't under- I don't really see what good it achieves cancelling saying we're not playing until July or anything like that at this point because just because they've said games are cancelled until, until the 3rd of April doesn't mean that on the 3rd of April football has to happen mm. yeah no you're right um, <clears throat> I think it's very difficult to cancel the league. So if you cancel the league now with all the teams in their current position, what are, you know, Leeds, West Brom, and if you go down to Scott's team in League 2... They can't what, you know... cancel the, the league. No, you the have to keep has... saying. The league, as as much as I don't want to... As much as I like the idea, <laughs> the, like, the league has to finish <clears throat> one way or another. Yeah. You can't finish it. You can't end it now. You can't... You... Anything other than that, is, is will result in someone somewhere lawyering up. Which will take years and years, won't it? That would take a long time. I mean, just Manchester City going to cast, people are talking about that taking months and months into next year's Champions League calendar. So, yeah. Anyone, anyone think an outright cancelling would have been the right idea as well as the funniest? <laughs> Banterous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh... Uh, no postponement. I think it all should have been done probably about a week ago. I'm still baffled that Atalanta went to Valencia in midweek, and then Roma and Getafe were not allowed to play in Spain and Italy two days later. And what that's all on on UEFA and how in the how is Olympiacos Wolves went ahead after the Olympiacos owner. 
when it got in contact and went to the Knox Forest uh, Millwall game last week. It's this just a hot mess at the moment, and it was done very badly. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and as some wag pointed out on Twitter this week as well, the fact that Conservative uh, ministers have got it is proof that it can um, transfer from humans to other species. Hey. Hey. <laughs> I have a question for you, Chris. If they say um, on the 3rd of April right, it's turned into some sort of apocalyptic land and they just come out and say, we're cancelling the season, are you going to go full on Juve and start including this? As a... <laughs> yes. <laughs> I had to tickle me, sorry. No, I'm Stop coughing. <laughs> I'm fine. Well, you keep you. Yes, of course. Will you be wearing like 36 t shirts like they do when it's actually 34? No, I'll be wearing 19. <laughs> Get back on your perch. Yeah. Yeah. What about the banner that some Man United fans might do is uh, COVD 19, Scouts is 18. Yeah. <laughs> I will crowdfund that for them. <laughs> yeah. Every every gets one of those. Everyone. <laughs> I'll or, buy them personally. Or it could just travel with them. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> right. Are we all coronavirus now? After the week at work I've had, yes. <laughs> yeah. Well I just uh, I just read a news alert which says uh, the president of Catalonia has just announced lockdown for the entire region with restrictions on entry and exit of the territory. So I cannot leave now officially. Isn't the president of Catalonia in permanent lockdown for the next three years, maybe two and a half for good behaviour? No, he's a political prisoner. Okay, of course he is. <laughs> he's not the president anymore. Do, do we think I'm going to Australia at the end of April? They've got right there. That's where Tom Hanks got the coronavirus. Yeah. From hanging around with your relatives. <laughs> you gave Woody the coronavirus. I think people are going to kick off. If he... <laughs> anyway, Chris, let's go to the Coliseum. Uh, yeah, what happened Wednesday? No, we're going to start in the Premier League because that was on Monday. So we're going to start at the King Power Stadium. So, uh, Leicester City 4, Aston Villa 0. Palmer Barnes 2 goals, James Vardy 2 goals. His first goals in uh, 10 games. He only had 7 touches all game, scored 2 goals. Um, do you want to talk about this or do you want to talk about Pepe Reina coming charging out of his area? Wednesday. Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> we're only here for Wednesday. Whacking day. <laughs> That's your weekend, isn't it? Hey. Hey. <laughs> I tell you a story. No, I don't want to hear a story. It, 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 no, 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 no. Scott's whacking day is a story what? I don't want to hear about. <laughs> no, there's something in the news today that a certain American company with the something hub, is, <laughs> the Italian version is doing free subscription to people in Italy to help them out with the coronavirus. <laughs> I saw that, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so Villa 90, they are two points from safety, lost four out of five. You don't care, do no you? No one cares about, no one cares about <laughs> that game. No one's even listening to this. 
<laughs> right, okay. Just say good, good, good win for Leicester. Good win for Leicester. Bad, bad, bad for Villa. Summarise it quickly. Villa are rubbish. Okay. Leicester broke their broke their poor run of form. So do you want to move on to Wednesday now, or do you want to build up with a bit of Tuesday first? Okay. <laughs> if we talk about Tuesday, can I just say my love for Joseph Illichich? No, not yet. Right, we'll do Wednesday then. PSG 2, PSG. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Okay, Liverpool 2, Atletico Madrid 3, so 4-2 to Atletico Madrid on aggregate. Um, Liverpool scored with goals from uh, Gino Wijnaldum and Bobby Firmino. Two goals from Marcus Llorente and one from Alvaro Morata. Um, one first question I wrote down after this was, was this tie lost in the fourth minute of the first leg? When Real Madrid scored. Uh, Atletico Madrid scored. Uh, Real Madrid. Atletico Madrid. <laughs> Uh, yes. Say it again, Chris. Sorry? Say it again. Say that team name. Real Madrid. Yeah, not that one. <laughs> Liverpool. <laughs> Aston Villa. Leicester. Coronavirus. Leicester. <laughs> so what was your question again, Chris? Sorry. Was this game lost in the fourth minute of the first leg when Atleti took the league? No, because you were, you were leading 2-1 on aggregate at one point. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the game was lost when Adrian decided to be Adrian and totally fuck it up. No, okay. No, the reason I wrote that is because um, the performance in Wednesday's leg was very similar to 86 minutes of the first leg. And I just wonder whether that goal just gave... I think... Is it? I'm pretty sure he didn't have a shot on target at the Wanda. Maybe not. Mm. So, well, not the same. Not at all the same. No, one of these is not like the other. <laughs> all right. Okay, no, that's fine. Um, I'm happy to, happy to be corrected. Um, is... Come on, another excuse. <clears throat> let's, let's tick that one off. Let's, let's dispel them all. <laughs> okay, is Adrian solid to blame for this? Because Andy Robertson hit the bar. Um, the goal was Bobby Firmino's first goal at Anfield with 337 days. Liverpool had 34 shots and 11 on target, uh, 71% possession. You can't blame Adrian just for this, can you? What was the XG like? 3.18, I think it was, wasn't it? It's just one of those days, isn't it? You think so? You, you, I watched about half hour of it, and Liverpool absolutely battered, battered Atleti and did not clinical enough, and you give... Adrian gives Marcos Lorente, who's hardly scored at all in his footballing career, a lovely golden chance. What's going to happen? I meant to ask about this. Did you give Darren Fletcher advice on how to pronounce things? <laughs> Is he saying it wrong, was he? Yeah. Fletch. 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 I had to turn it off in the end because he was pronouncing things wrong and there's that other twat on the other <laughs> Do you remember those halcyon days of Andy Townsend saying Clive all the while? They seem he seems like yeah. sort of... <laughs> I, used to, I used to rally against Andy Townsend so much and I miss him like you wouldn't believe. Exactly. Tactics truck. Ta- bring back the tactics truck. Yeah, no, you're exactly the, I'm exactly the same as you. Steve McManaman is unbearable. Um he is he worse than Robbie Savage? Yes. Okay. Infinitely. He's worse than Mike Blowin. Was yes. it suicidal oh. as Michael Owen was? Oh, God, you, Emma, you beat me to it. That tweet was just <laughs> utter brilliance. Yes, so Michael Owen, after this game, um, he said 
he said something like these players will sit in the changing rooms and think we've never faced anything like that before talking about Atleti didn't he those players that played against Cristiano Ronaldo and yeah. Peak Messi yeah ne- <laughs> they've never they've never dealt with anything like yeah. that before. two Champions League finals in two years they've never had to play anyone as chippy as, as Andy Robinson <laughs> oh that post-match interview come back to bite him on the arse didn't it that was proper karma actually Joe Felix was getting a bit of a battering from Henderson and Robertson during the game. I loved your message about that Emma so much. On his birthday all day. Yana <laughs> <laughs> um, Black made nine saves. Was he incredibly good? Or I mean, will... he's the best goalkeeper in the world, Chris. Well, we, we, yeah. he, he was he was the best goalkeeper on the pitch. I mean, that's pretty undebatable. Well, yeah, because he's... your goalkeeper is a hologram. <laughs> I'm going to be fair to Roger because he's done pretty I said this last week after he made a mistake but he has done well for us this season <laughs> <laughs> till last weekend till this last two games he hasn't let us down maybe it just collapsed on its own <laughs> this, is, this um, is where you're going I feel that he's been a little bit harshly done by yeah. like I said like, I watched this especially the second half on mute because Fletch Fletch, Fletch. <laughs> Life's too short. So, <laughs> so you don't you don't get so much of the like immediate narrative shoved on your throat. And I kind of apart from the obviously the pass is bad, but especially the second the second and third goal, like I'm not really sure he's done anything wrong there. No. Maybe like maybe someone like All Black saves them, but I don't think he's had a howler. He hasn't, let, he hasn't gone through him. McManaman blamed him for all three goals, which I think was a little bit unfair. Do you he's think not... that when Firmino scored, you just thought you'd won and then gave up? Like, stopped playing football uh, yeah, and just I, assumed you'd won? I think we maybe dropped that sort of half or 1% when that goal went in. Yeah, I think you're right, and let them back into it. And then how did you... Did you not feel... When that header was ruled off rough side... Did you not think, like, we've had a reprieve here? There's, there's, like, Nothing could go wrong. Yeah. I, like, I, I worried for, for Atleti at that point because I thought, like, oh, this is one of those crappy sort of, like, you've had that adrenaline spike and you're never going to be able to get back up now to actually compete. But turns out... Yeah, I, uh, I was in despair from when Robertson hit the bar. I just thought it's not going to be one of those nights. And... On his birthday as well. Oblak was pretty much at everything. And Liverpool put in umpteen crosses because there was just no way to get through the middle. And Savage was pretty handy at heading out most of them. Was it Jimenez was in goal with him? No, in defence with him? I don't think it was, was it? It was... Felipe. Felipe, that was it. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, they were both fairly comfortable at hoofing the ball clear, weren't they? Playing horrendous anti-football, I believe. I'm sorry, did you say hoofing the ball clear? Yes. They didn't exactly. Like, oh. Well, they didn't exactly tick attacker it out of defence, did they? <laughs> There's more than one way to get, win a game of. Football. I'm not complaining. No, no, no. I'm not complaining. You're complaining <laughs> just like Jurgen Klopp. Yeah. No, I am not. Great. When did I complain? I said, I, that's a statement of fact. They hoofed it out. They did hoof it out. There's nothing <coughs> bad in that. They hoofed it out. Yeah, and if who was it who played the pass? Van Dyke. If he'd have hoofed it out, then then Adrian would have been in that mess, would he? No, that's fine. I haven't got a problem with people hoofing it out. I haven't got a problem with Atleti's tactics at all. I, I think they're pretty admirable and I'd quite like them. 
I am going to problem. We can talk about a man that does have problems. Yeah, but I just want to clarify: hoofing it is not a problem. I've got no problem with the way they've played at all. You're trolling me, aren't you? Chris is pro hoofing. Yeah. If anyone has seen you play football on a pitch, the last thing I do is tick attacker it. Route one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I can imagine you playing in goal. The ball comes back, taking it on your chest. Beat a man. <laughs> Bring it back, beat the state man again. Do you remember that goal? Lose it. <laughs> yeah, left foot. Do you remember that goal that the that goal that Rebic scored in the World Cup, where Willy Caballero tried to chip him and failed miserably? That's something you would do. That would it? be me. Um, <laughs> yes. Okay. We'll talk about a man who. Um, well, he said he was a sore loser. Uh, no, 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 no. He didn't. No, he didn't. Un- under average yep. loser. He actually said, if I did this, I'd sound like a sore loser, and then went on to sound like a very... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, they weren't these best comments, were they? No. No, they were massively disrespectful. Were they disrespectful? Yes. Yeah. Okay. They're not an explanation of his feelings? Yeah, well, his feelings are garbage. He said, how could... Anfield yeah. and scored three goals, played anti-football. They scored three times. How many they crosses? They didn't have to score the third one. No. <laughs> you let you let Alfa you let Alfa Morata score. <laughs> have you watched him at Juventus? He wasn't that bad. He was there. very good at Juventus. <laughs> he was bad at Chelsea. Yes. And he's bad at Atletico Madrid. Can I just say <laughs> how many crosses did Liverpool try in the whole game? Many. Was it like six yards? 64. Trent Alexander had 26 himself. Um, no, I'm not complaining about their tactics at all. I don't know where that has come from, but no, I've, I don't have a problem with how they play. I think, I don't think they were anti-football. I just think they were quite happy to absorb the ball and then hit where they did. Yes, they scored three times. Yes, but you can hardly say that it was Brazil 1970 for the previous hundred minutes or so. But why do they have to play like Brazil 1970 to be a credible football team? No, they don't. Why can't they play to their strengths? No, they do. They don't. I don't have a problem with them playing to their strengths. I don't have a problem with them not being Brazil. No, 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 no. You just said... (laughs) (laughs) You just said that they weren't like Brazil 1970. That's a statement of fact. Yeah, but you're saying it as a criticism. No, I'm not. You are. Emma Emma said they scored three goals, so it wasn't negative football. And I said, well, it wasn't exactly Brazil 1970. There can be something in between. That's my point. I'm not saying that... I'm not saying that what they did was terrible. They, But at the same time, it wasn't free-flowing Pep 2009, was it? It, it doesn't have to be. No, it I'm, doesn't... Really, I'm really enjoying Emma very aggressively defending her La Liga cousins, where <laughs> Barcelona played like this for one match. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Our manager got sacked for it. <laughs> played like it for like six months. The Ramblers would burn. <laughs> No, there's absolutely nothing wrong with the way they're playing. There was nothing negative about what I was saying. Um, but you can play keep, quite... Keep digging. <laughs> but, keep digging. No, I'm, I'm not... You're not even playing devil's advocate. No, I'm not being you negative. But this you, can, you can be. You can play a style where you absorb the play and hit on the break and score three goals. 
But that doesn't mean you're playing free-flowing attacking football. It means you're playing containing football and hitting at a particular time. It's, it's, there's a, it's a very scientific way of playing, and it's not a good thing. It's not a bad thing. It's a thing. I quite admire it in... I mean, I admire it every night apart from Wednesday night, but I quite admire it in... Um, I quite admire it in other teams in the way that um, that they play. Jurgen Klopp. I'm not Jurgen Klopp. <laughs> for, the, for the process of this, you are Jurgen Klopp. You are representing Jurgen Klopp. Okay. Ha ha ha! I'm a jolly German. Ha oh, ha ha! <laughs> wow. Pretend jolly German. Pretend jolly Pretend, German. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> he was outraged. That a team could come to Anfield and not play like his team did. Okay, I've heard him say those words. And he didn't sound outraged, he sounded a bit miffed. But, at the same time... <laughs> if What's you... the difference? What's the difference? I'm outraged. That's, that's outraged. He's still, he's still angry about a, a, uh, an opposing manager playing to his team's strengths, which aren't the same as your team strength. No, you're right. Yes, I agree with but him that. He I... made the point of saying <laughs> that he thought that Atletico Madrid didn't have to play that way because they have better players to play the way that his team does. Yeah. Now, he didn't have to say that. No, he didn't. I'll concede you that. He didn't have to say that. And it didn't sound the best. Oh, I'm really angry about it. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's got proper riled up now. <laughs> massively disrespectful it's like Andy Robertson in after the first leg saying oh well they've got to come to Anfield now they, they'll never know an atmosphere like it yeah because they've never played in the Madrid derby or been but to what, a Champions League final or... but what's he supposed to say oh we'll try and make it difficult for them no, yeah, you, you, be, yeah be honest ah. don't be a dick yeah it wasn't you, being... don't it, you don't have to make it sound like you've got the um, some sort of magic elixir that no other team has got and you're like no, but you have to be confident, and you have to be confident. Be confident, and you have to, and you can say, "Well, the crowd will be, the crowd will be up for it. We'll try and make a challenge for them." And like, it's always a challenge, a difficult night. It's not like, oh well, they've never experienced anything like Anfield, so they'll just shrink under the pressure of that. Okay. See, this is what I don't like about Liverpool and Liverpool fans and Liverpool ex-players and everything is this arrogance uh-huh. that. You know, oh well, they've never played anything like this. Michael, you played for Real Madrid. You played in the Madrid derby. You played at the Bernabeu for fuck's sake. In classic. <laughs> you played in classic. And scored it. And scored in classico. He's played in World Cups. He's played in derby <laughs> games. He's the club to accuse Simeone. Well, his players could play much better, but they don't because of him. I mean, where's this arrogance coming from? Michael yeah, Owen's arrogance was even worse. Nowhere else matches it. I'd argue that Owen's arrogance was even worse because Owen's arrogance actually went as far as to say that that uh, what Simeone was doing was was easy and uh, beneath them and sort of like yeah. unimpressive. He's like any team can just defend. His tweet was fantastic. Go on, read it out. His tweet. Really? Please bet. Yeah. Please, how many invent? Uh, oh, fuck me! I've botched that up. Can you read it in his voice? <laughs> no. <laughs> he goes, Simeone's masterclass nonsense. There's nothing genius about putting eleven top-class footballers behind the ball. Liverpool absolutely pumped them throughout. They lost the tie. They lost both, they lost both games. 
Yeah, I don't think yeah, we absolutely Michael pumped Owen, them through get it. get in the sea. <laughs> get in the bin. See, this is, again, it's, it's not just Liverpool. I mean, in this occasion, it's very much Liverpool. But <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's the arrogance of Premier League fans in general that don't believe that there's a world outside of England and think, because that sounds like he thought that he had a God-given right to win that match. And they didn't. No, I think you're right. I think it's a very, there's a very interesting way of looking at things in this country. I don't know if anyone remembers when Oliver Burke went on loan to... He went to Leipzig, didn't he? When he went on loan. Leipzig, yeah. yeah. And he's, John... now in, he's now in Spain, I think. Yeah, well, when he went on loan to Leipzig, John Hartson was on Football Focus moaning about the fact he didn't go to Sunderland or Burnley to get Premier League experience. Why would he do that? Sam Allardyce complained when um, when he was at Everton manager and we sent Lookman on loan to Leipzig that he wanted him to go to the championship. <laughs> <laughs> but where does this come from? As someone who's not British, I don't understand. I don't I don't <laughs> get it. Say the B word, Adam. Like every, to to give you a little insight into the the Champions League. Say the B word, Adam. Oh, it's just, that is an insight into the mentality, isn't it? Um... I always find this when you read, uh, this is just endemic in the British press, because when you read sort of like any like gossip columns on transfers, they talk about it like, they talk about just like these Bayern Munich players and like these Borussia Dortmund players, just, well, why wouldn't they want to come to the Premier League? Of course, (laughs) yeah, well, Manchester United are interested. Why wouldn't they leave Bayern Munich? Because it's Bayern Munich. You can have a whole summer of that about Jaden Sancho. <laughs> I think we will. Um, Incredibly strange with Michael Owen, though, right? Because, as we said, Michael Owen is one of the very few British footballers who has experienced life outside of these shores. Mm. You would have thought, with only ever seen eight films in his life, he would have had a spare time <laughs> to, <laughs> to experience read a it. few books. Hey, what are the three you've seen since I last saw? It was five last time. Oh, was it five? Sorry, I thought it was eight. Um, no, no, maybe he's seen three more films. Yeah, okay. <laughs> maybe he has. I'm not keeping up to up to date. <laughs> um, okay, I don't want you to think I was being negative towards Simeone or Atleti. I definitely, definitely was. Well, I was trying hard not to. So if it came across like that, I'm very sorry. Um, <laughs> I think I think Roma fans took this uh, Atletico Madrid victory very well after the Champions League game a couple of years ago, where to say some decisions did not go Roma's way in the second leg, and the way Virgil Van Dijk acted after the final whistle. What celebrated getting to a final? Oh no, it's a post-match press conference. On Why BT are people Sport. upset with what, with what words other people say? What did it's he say? It's the arrogance. They are. He asked him about um, Des Kelly. Asked him about um, should Roma have had a penalty? Should uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold should have been sent off? Yes, he should. Um, he basically volleyed the played volleyball, um, and he goes, "Who cares?" Exactly. Why would he care? Anyway. So and, yeah. Anyway, I mean, just the idea of this come down to we shouldn't stick a microphone under someone's nose. Up to you know an hour or so after a football match is finished. I would say half hour at best. Yeah. Um. So, considering like where we were, Chris, like, and we I know we kind of <laughs> had, had this discussion a little bit. Like, 
how far away from this being a disaster, of, not a disaster. Crisis. Yeah, crisis. <laughs> what I would say is Liverpool <clears throat> didn't do very well when they came out of a winter break, so I mean, coronavirus break might be an issue. <laughs> <laughs> you have gone. The season has gone from treble winners to season it being cancelled by coronavirus. Yeah. In record time. <laughs> Honestly, I think if you I, I, if you ask the vast majority of Liverpool fans, I think, like me, they would say, I don't care if we win nothing. I don't care if we were uh, uninvincible, no, 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 other no. than winning the Premier League. That's all that matters. No, 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 because I want to go back to... So it's the mid-December. Mm. At that point, mm. looking now, are we close to some sort of almost failure? But it, imagine you no. don't... Really? From, is it, is from it December. You've won two trophies this season already, but they probably don't count as much. You did win the Club World Cup and the Super Cup. Yeah. We are still current European champions. We've still only dropped five points well, all season. I'm not well, sure you've really... Like for, I'm not for sure. now... Yeah. We're still... We, okay. It's impossible for you to be. I'm not sure you can still claim have... to be European champion. <laughs> okay. We have dropped five points all season. Um, we could still win the uh, Premier League in record amount of time, albeit that might be in July. Um, <laughs> and we're about to win the Premier League for the first time in 30 years. In no way whatsoever is this a disaster. OK, we're not on a good nah. run. You're about to win the Premier League for the first time. In 30 years? No, no. it wasn't Premier the League. League. All right, no. the top flight in first 30 years. Old first division. Sorry, all you... <laughs> I'm going to say uh, millennials. I'm, I'm not going to uh, say that, Chris, because I I actually can't remember the first division. So. <laughs> remember, Chris, there was football before 1992 in I'm the try- UK. Okay. Um, um, no, but come on, you're intentionally ignoring the fact that you were in a position where you could have gone unbeaten, set a points record, and maybe won. A treble or quadruple. At this point, you've got you you take that opportunity and end up with just a Premier League. Just when, yeah. Well, um, look, other when you have great teams, they've gone and won doubles, trebles, set points records. We're about to set a points record. We're on course to set a points record. Yet. Well, no, it's because season suspended. We are on course to set a points record. Well, the, the, my question was: if you don't set a points record. Mm. Does this just become any old, any old title-winning team? No, but why does it have to be the best title-winning team ever? Why can't it be a title-winning team? Because of the opportunity that you had, it, you you must have seen the difference between like the opportunities that have been lost. I'm not saying that you still have won a title. Sure, granted, no one can take that. Away. Well, we might take that away from you, but. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. If you're talking about sort of invincibles or treble winners or that sort of thing, yes, they were fantastic and unique. Um, you could argue how good that invincibles team actually was. You could argue how really, lucky... yeah, really, you can do. You can argue... really, yeah, you can argue about it, but you'd be you can argue how good the team is, but you can't argue against the achievement. You can't yeah, argue against the okay, and you can argue how lucky the treble winning team got that season. Um, but you know. Well, in that case, we'll start talking about games against Sheffield United and 
and things like that. If you want to talk about any team having luck, right? No, but of course, but people talk about Liverpool's luck this season. People talk about Liverpool and all this sort of thing. Honestly, I, I, if this was like our third season out of four of winning the Premier League and we'd had these last couple of months, yes, I get your point. But this is the first time we're going to win this league in 30 years. So as so long as we get over the line, that's fine. If this is the start of something special and we're still here in three years' time with Liverpool having won, say, two Premier League trophies and we're at this point of the season, then yes, I get your point. But it's just a case of getting over the line at the moment. Depends when that line is. Or, it, or if it's there. The yeah. line is a dot to you. <laughs> but yeah, two, two years' time, if we're having this conversation, Liverpool have been dominant in the Premier League since then. Yeah, yeah I, I understand your point. In two years' time, we might be having this conversation. It might be the same season. <laughs> <laughs> you think it's going to keep postponing it by three weeks? <laughs> season nineteen to twenty-two. <laughs> yeah. Did um, anyone see Simeone's comments about the away goals rule being unfair? Lucky I don't think he's that wrong. Wrong. No. Did he yeah, say that did... they were unfair? He said it was unfair. Yeah, and he's he, wrong, he's... Isn't he? sorry. He's not wrong, is he? No, he's not wrong. He said he's going to no, mentioning it no. at the next European, uh, next UEFA conference. He's going to be mentioning. Is it only matters? Is it after extra time? Yeah. No. No. It's always there, isn't it? Where it goes wrong. They could have had it at. Full, it, it, it would have been at. Would it have been uh, a full time? At full time. Mm. Okay. Wasn't it for Arsenal though? Oh no, they lost in the way goals in extra time, didn't they? Mm. Yeah, so the Wiggles rule is always there, but yeah, Simeone said that it was. I always thought. I always thought recently it was. It was always just after extra time if it ran into extra time. Semi-finals, which is a very strange. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, um, he was saying that it's unfair how his team got the extra time to score the away goals and Liverpool didn't in Madrid and all this sort of stuff. So, um, but that's by the fact that. Liverpool had an extra 30 minutes playing in front of the raucous crowd that's unbearable. That went really quiet. Has he not got a wider general point about away goals? He has. But yeah. He has because they, they're unnecessary nowadays considering the world we live in. But to every... You can make an argument against every point that someone makes the other way, right? Oh, yeah. Is Klopp a big fan of them, just to be contrary? I've got no idea about Klopp's views on the away goals rule. I've got his, his um, people have been cooing and making dewy eyes at what he said today about the coronavirus, hasn't he? Is did he just say that they shouldn't be asking him again? No, he said that you know certain things are more important than football, which is different to what he said on Wednesday <laughs> night when people tried to. <laughs> shake... <laughs> oh yeah, some fans decided to try and get get some high fives off him on yeah. Wednesday night. <laughs> He didn't take that too kindly. Um, okay, right. Okay, let's go to what Tuesday then. RB Leipzig 3 Spurs nil. So, Sabitzer with two goals uh, for Emil Forsberg scored with his first touch of the ball in the 87th minute, which is pretty cool. Um, Hugo Lloris for the first goal. Lots of people blaming him. I feel he did all he could <clears throat> to get that ball. Just just the first goal? I can't remember the second goal, to be fair. Or the third he was goal. at four for a second goal. Was he? What was yeah. the second goal then? I can't remember. The uh, I think it might have been the header from Sabitzer, which he parried just over the line. Oh yeah, likes to be good though, aren't they? Do you Very. think Mourinho's done after this, isn't it? Did you send? I made a point of this. I was talking to a Spurs fan on this. Um, 
during the game. So I said two things to him. I said, Spurs look like they're not playing with any heart. And every time the camera cut across Arini on the sideline, he literally just like stood with his arms folded, had his hands in his pockets, looking like he'd sort of just had his arse slapped. He, there's, there's no oomph there at all from either the players the, or the manager. The game, the game has passed him by. He looked like he didn't care. He wasn't animated in any way whatsoever. I I think Mourinho. I I think Mourinho is actually getting a bit of a uh, a raw deal from the press at the moment. Okay. So I know they talked about it quite ex- extensively on Football Weekly on Thursday, but I genuinely think that any other top flight team who'd lost players of the caliber of Kane, Son, and uh, Sissoko and what. I can never pronounce the guy they Birdvine and Birdvine um, would be getting a massive break. Imagine if, imagine if Liverpool were playing now, not where they were, without Van Dijk and Salah. We played without Fabinho and we played without Allison for considerable part. That's of the what season. I said. Wasn't it? I said without Van Dijk and Salah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we've lost key players. Every team loses key players, don't they? Imagine they were playing without Van Dyke and Salah. Yeah. And now tell me that the media wouldn't be giving them a break and saying how how any result that they pulled out was great. Because you remember that Liverpool couldn't defend for shit when before Van Dyke turned up. But it's how you portray that. Because if you just sit in a press conference going, Oh, we've got no players, like he does, that's one thing. If you say we've got no players, but look, we will do our best with it, then it's how you portray yourself. Do you think that Mourinho would get a, a better time if he was more upbeat and proactive? Yes. No, I think I think when, I think his his narrative has shifted in the media, and I don't think they care. I don't think they. I don't. He's not appreci- appreciated, liked, like. He, in the words of Rodney Dangerfield, he don't get no respect. But if you is, look... it, is it sorry, sorry to interrupt? Is it because we've heard it all before? Quite possibly, yeah. quite possibly. And he's every trick he's done, he's done before. But I just think that any other manager who was in his position with players will be getting the benefit of the doubt and the break because does of their he, Come. Does he deserve it though? I mean, for oh, the yeah, way that it? he's scapegoated, yeah, um, Tangy and, and Dombele, he deserves everything. Yeah, he does though, doesn't he? Because you can't just single out a player and like he's the root of all evil for your team. Like he does everywhere he goes. I mean, now you guys are just as bad as the rest of the media. Well, he did, he did it with Pogba. He's done it with Pepe at Real Madrid, and he did it with Luke Shaw. Yeah, he did it. He's done it with a plethora of players. I don't know if you guys remember over the Christmas period, but Newcastle had a horrible injury uh, list, and it got to the point where two minutes into the second half. They had already used their three subs and they lost another man. I had to play a second half of 10 men due to due to injuries. Steve Bruce, uh, he was upset about it, but he was kind of like, it is what it is and we get on. Um, and if it, I think it depends a little bit on your attitude to the situation rather than the situation itself. You haven't said anything that makes me think any different that if... Any other manager, especially in a top six team, was having to deal with the loss of 
Brie of your and add into that that he's also lost since he turned up lost Christian Eriksen that he's probably missing what four of his best six or seven players. What could he have done more? Yeah, was is Eriksen a big loss for Spurs anyway? You're splitting hairs now. Because he he, he got them a lot of money. But um, Tish, like, no, because Ericsson, he he he's wanted out since the Champions League final. You can see it in press conferences. You can see it in his attitude. I don't think he's a big loss. I just think we've seen it all before with Mourinho, and the, honestly, the game has passed him by. He's acting like a, a a dinosaur now, where the game is evolved so much, and he he looked a fish out of water. I'm, I'm not arguing against any of those points. All I'm saying is I think he's being slightly hard done by considering the amount of talent that's missing from his starting lineup. But it's how you portray yourself as well. When you stood in the dugout just looking completely morose and you're... And you're... <laughs> like, oh, poor me. Yeah, that's how it is looking. But you, you've got to use your man management skills to motivate those players on the pitch. That's but what you you're paid the money for. Okay, but so but you're we we don't have an insight into what his man management is completely doing because you don't sit there and watch Spurs training every day. Well, you think he goes from how he looked on Tuesday to Winston Churchill giving a, a speech or something? Uh, I think, well, and this is only only a, a, again a guess myself, but when Mourinho turns up at every club, he probably could he probably tells his players to ignore absolutely everything he says that isn't directly to them. It's obviously not working. Because he, when he turned up, uh, he's always said that he had thought it just, but it became even more prevalent when he was at Madrid that he sees the theatre that goes along as part of the game. He sees the press pre-match press conference as part of the match, and that's a place where he can do his damage, right? And if he, I think that to do that, some of that, you have to be able to say to your players, "But I might, you might, um, you might get a rough deal here, but don't I, just believe in me and have that." But maybe it doesn't work anymore. Maybe players don't buy into that like they used to do. But I don't think that you. I think you have to take everything that he says as a player of his with a grain of salt. Well, look, since. Mourinho has t- taken over at Spurs. In all competitions, they've conceded 38 goals. That is the second worst in the Premier League behind Aston Villa. They're winless in six. Um, there's been no new manager bounce, has there, Emma? No. Um, absolutely zero. Is he going to get sacked, do you think, at the end of the season? He's got a four-year contract, doesn't he? Which I presume is worth quite a lot. So that payout is going to be extortionate again. Hmm. Oh, and just think, all this this drama is going to be on a Amazon TV show. <laughs> it's going to be great, isn't it? Yeah. It's not won a knockout Champions League game since 2014. It's, it's just, he's just not, his style of management, his style of play, it's just not applicable to the modern game anymore. No. Let's say some People nice liked th- him when he was on TV, didn't they? Let's say some so nice things about Sorry, go on. Let's say some nice things about Leipzig. So, Timo Werner and Angelino were magnificent, weren't they? Yeah. I still don't understand why Manchester City didn't give Angelino a chance. No. 
It makes more I can sense. because I saw him play for Manchester City. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but what's their role to... What, is it Mendy? Who's now in isolation? Who's Zinchenko? <laughs> He's much more of a, you know... TikTok guy or an Instagram guy rather than you know actual he, professional he, football. He was a Vine guy when it was around. <laughs> Who's seen Paul Pogba's tweet today? Yes. You can dab your yeah, way to healthiness. You, you share, oh yes. You shared it with us. You know we've seen it. Oh yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> um. Some some uh, Carl Anko who writes for the Athletic just done a. <laughs> quoted it and just did a picture of Sunes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, think, I think it's easy for a lot of snooty um, middle-aged I'm not going to say white men but I'm looking right looking at you Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Duh, it's, it's, it's easy for a lot of snooty middle-aged aged men to look at that tweet and be like oh, why is he doing this? He's a footballer. He should be training. But you're talking about a man who has a reach of millions of people who's sharing mm-hmm. genuinely good advice that will hopefully help contain some of the the spread of of, of this virus. So I I don't understand the the ridicule. And this was advice as I pointed out in the group, supported by the by both the United Nations and the World Health Organization. This is like when Homer, or when Marge said to Homer, you know, it's um, it takes uh, less energy to point out someone's bad things than good things. And Homer said, yeah, it's fun too. Yeah. <laughs> um, RB Leipzig are the... Uh, I've got a Simpsons reference in. RB Leipzig are the seventh German club to reach the quarterfinals. Who wants to name the other six? Whatever. Ever. <clears throat> Bayern, Bayern Schalke, Hang on. So I've got the Bayern, Schalke, Dortmund, Dortmund, Dortmund Leverkusen. Yeah. Manchester Gladbach. No. Really? No. Kaiserslautern. Yes. Ah. One more. Hertha Berlin. No. Been in the news recently? Oh no, they've not been in the news recently. I don't know. Actually, they might have been. Hey, if a if a wolf was stranded on a horizon Arctic, yes, there you go. Brilliant, what right? News. Is that who? It may not have been. <laughs> was that the? Was that where the banner was unfurled with the Bayern Munich ultras? Or was that Hoffenheim? I can't remember. Oh, was it Hoffenheim? Oh, okay, fine. Uh, okay, right. Wolfsburg are allowed to break the fifty plus one because it's old. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Valencia 3, Atalanta 4, uh, 8-4 on aggregate. Um, Ilicic with four goals. Uh, I think maybe they thought the first goal of five minutes was settled the nerves. Scott, do you want to talk about this one? Fuck me, what a game this was behind closed doors. This could end up about 8-all. <laughs> it was proper end-to-end football. Um, my God, Valencia. Uh, my God, Atalanta are good to watch. 87 goals a season in 38 games. Just 18 months ago, Joseph Ilicic had a, a virus and he didn't know if he'd be playing football again. And since January 2020, he scored 14 goals. The man's a mercurial genius and he's a joy to watch all the time. He's so, so good. Um, Atalanta are just so fun. And um, 
Yeah, that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> so he becomes the um, uh, the oldest person to score a Champions League hat-trick um, after Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Third, Slovenia are now the 35th to register a goal in the Champions League hat-trick. Um, and... Please don't make his name that he other thought the 34. <laughs> Right. <laughs> Although I have got a quiz for you, he's the fourth different. He's the fourth different player, four goals in a Champions League knockout game after. Oh my god! No. Messi. Yep, who's done it Messi, twice? Messi did yeah. it. Uh, did yeah. Ruvan Nistori do it? No. Uh, one's German. Closer. No, but he, he sounds like he might be from near where Emma comes from. German Spanish. Yeah. Oh, uh, Mario Gomez. Yes. Oh, Mario. Oh, yeah. Last one. Currently playing. Oh well. All yeah. Germans that are currently playing. <laughs> oh, I never said he was German. Oh, sorry. What league is he playing in? Uh, okay. He is. Well, they is... recently in the news, or He's maybe a... not. <laughs> <laughs> Has there is, been suspended? Is he self-isolating at the moment, or is he? <laughs> He's the best player of the last decade. There's not Messi or Ronaldo. Andres Iniesta. No, Iniesta. there's not Iniesta. Lewandowski. <laughs> there you go. Sounds like it should still be Iniesta. Right? Really yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, God, Scott, how far do you reckon they can go? Should it continue? <laughs> What, in 2022, <laughs> when the season goes into trance. Um Honestly, it depends who they would get in the in the quarterfinals. I think they can match up to anyone. Um, the style of play is just tremendous to watch. They just will go at you all the time, and they've got the players to do it. Um, that front three is just deadly. So you've got Papu Gomez, uh, Joseph Bilicic, and Duvan Zapata. Um, Zapata last season was tremendous. I think he got like twenty six or twenty seven goals, and oh, they, they're the team that know what they need to do in this setup, and they, I think they're the Ajax of last season, okay. where everyone wants to play them, but then when they play them, they don't want to play them again. All right. Um... Also, PSG two Dortmund nil, uh, Dortmund nil. Uh, Neymar uh, with a header and Barnett. I'm pretty pleased for because I quite like him. Quite rate him as a player. Um, scored Neymar with a. Um, That's got to be his first headed goal. Do you reckon ever? I can't remember him scoring one before. <laughs> um, he do, you celebra- skip the, do you want to skip the football and go to the post match celebrations of them taking <laughs> oh, the piss yeah, out? Yeah. Oh no, no. This, well, I was going to talk about that because also he did it himself after he scored. So yeah, I mean, I don't know what Alfie, not Alfie, uh, Erling Haaland mm-hmm. said to him. I think it's all to do with a fake Snapchat story that went around with Haaland saying that Paris is my city, and I think they got wind of it and decided to act like complete wankers over it. Okay, is this like some sort of like? Gets versus the shark, sort of. Fuck, <laughs> Paris is my city. The Emery Chan red card was good fun. Who saw that? Yeah, that was that like double, double yellow in about thirty seconds. <laughs> to be honest, I thought Neymar headbutted him, and then decided to go down like a sack of shit. Well, get, no, no, he didn't go down like a sack of shit. Neymar he got thrown to the ground. Chan threw him to the floor. No, no, that's post headbutt. Yes. Well, no, he did. You mean when he's running down and got knocked onto the ground? 
No, when they got because they had a little altercation. Neymar done a slight headbutt as he stood up. Yeah, it was as he stood up, yeah. and then a, chan- a footballer headbutt. Oh, no, yeah. It was a Glasgow kiss. It wasn't a Glasgow kiss. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you reckon there could have been some retribution? Yeah, Emery Chan just fucked him over, didn't he? Yeah, I do love Emery Chan. Um, first time. Who doesn't? In. Uh, first time for um, PSG in the quarterfinals since 2015-16 season. Um, I don't know if everyone saw the commentary, but they were claiming that the glass ceiling has been broken for plucky PSG. No. They're <laughs> massive underdogs, aren't they? Yeah. Yay, with the Qatari millions and billions and kajillions they spend. Um, Marquinhos made his 50th Champions League appearance for PSG. Um, only two of the players have made that. Slatan and Thiago Silva. One of them's right. Thiago Silva's right. Italian. Marco Verratti. There you go. Um, he's always fucking injured. <laughs> no, he's always fucking suspended because he has about four hundred yellow cards a season. Um, they celebrate it with the ultras. After Italians take a bet each game and say. Oh, how many minutes the ratty last about getting a book in? He um, he celebrated with his PSG teammates uh, overlooking the ultras outside the ground who didn't exactly heed the warning to stay away. Uh, Levin Kozawa went one better and actually jumped in amongst the ultras and started celebrating with them. Um, is he self-isolated now? Moron. Yes, moron. Yeah, moron. This is the same person who um, did a Snapchat last week when they beat Leon in the French Cup and said, oh yeah, glad to take the three points back home. <laughs> I don't know if they have the uh, if they have the authority or the mechanism to do it, but UEFA should generally give him like a free match back. Yes, they should. Because that's just stupid, reckless behaviour. Yeah. Can we can we also go back to the Valencia Atalanta game and um, Valencia piping in sounds through the through the tannoy? Really weird. Yeah, goal music. Goal music in an empty stage. <laughs> Something else. Don't ever do that because Juven- that's Juventus' goal music. Um, oh, God. Europa League. Like Chelsea Dagger. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And Sassuolo's is uh, Chumba Wumba. Uh, not Chumba Thump. Is it Chumba Thump? And I Chumba Wumba Thumping. Yeah. Yeah. In the Europa League, it's Frankfurt nil, Basel three, Istanbul Kashu one, FC Copenhagen nil, and Wolfsburg one, Shakhtar next two for the English team or well, British teams. Rangers one, Leverkusen three, where there was a crowd. Uh, Olympiakos one, Wolves one. Um, Neto equalised after ten man Olympiakos at the league, and last nil Manchester United five, three goals in the last ten minutes. Um, anyone see the Austrian journalist asking Ole Gunnar Solskjaer for a selfie in a rather sickly, shameless way? It even his family along as well. Oh God! Fans with typewriters. Um, bits and bobs of news: the Emiliano Sala crash pilot was not licensed to fly the plane, but Adam, you said this wasn't exactly breaking news. Um, you've heard this before. Yeah, it just, I, it was already been established quite quickly after the game that it was some guy who was doing commercial-ish flights that he was never really supposed to do. He had a, a license to a private pilot's license, but he didn't have a commercial pilot's license. Okay. Yeah, and he hadn't been trained to fly at night. Or yeah. apparently as fast as they were, other, and the plane was flying too fast. Or a plane? Huh? Sound, it's, uh, or a plane? It sounds like he's doing lots of things he shouldn't have been doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I mean, I don't want to say that they got that flight on the cheap for him, but it <laughs> but kind they of sounds like... They, yes, they did. <laughs> they did. 
what else? Oh, Alan Green is retiring. He's, he's sort of been forced out, so he says, hasn't he? Do you think his type of commentary is now along with this younger generation of football? Because he is pretty much an Abe Simpson character. On oh, he is horrible. He's, when he's describing the actual game, he's very good. When he launches off into his bloody old man shouting at cloud nonsense, he's just unbearable. Especially when oh, he's got Lawrence in next to him. Have, he has like Chris Sutton next to him to hold him back. <laughs> keep it, keep it light. Keep it light. Come on. God, he's not been good for about twenty years or so. John Murray is the best a paint in a picture at a football ground. I think he's the ideal radio commentary. Yeah, he's got the right accent. Alan Green, Alan, yeah, George, proper Geordie accent. Yeah. And Alan Green is the total opposite. He, I remember I saw a tweet and said he was moaning about his seat in the 2006 World Cup final in Berlin. Yeah, exactly. Uh, oh, the US soccer president, Carlos uh, Cordero, quit for saying that women players were less skilled than their male players um, and didn't have the same responsibilities as their male players. Uh, he's quit and the US ladies did a shirt protest against him so they wore their shirts inside out to emphasise the stars above their badge for the World Cups that they've won right, to make sure that Ross doesn't get get sued for the putting this out because it's probably in his name uh, the guy he didn't say any of that the work was in court filings that were put on, by, on behalf of the United States of the Federation, and he has resigned, saying that it was his responsibility to be aware of what was in there. But he hasn't come out. Those aren't quotes. Oh, okay. And the pro so the protest is again is not at directed solely at him, but at the entire federation. Okay. Which makes it worse. But I just want to, <laughs> no, I'm glad you're just here. Want to, just want to clarify in case. <laughs> Yes, which he appears to be. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Aston Villa and Brighton have donated their matchday food to homeless charities after the Premier League cancellation. I can imagine we're probably going to see more teams do that as well, hopefully. Um, uh, also, AC Milan of Atalanta have donated money to hospitals. I saw that um, Brighton are going to pay their matchday staff uh, regardless of whether the game's yeah. on or not. So, oh, good. I that's pretty. That's that really good. Everybody should do that, shouldn't they? Really? Okay, okay. Right. So we've actually touched on what's going to be a much bigger problem because every football club is dependent on their matchday revenue, mm. and it's disappearing. So what? Uh, what's the solution here? More so because down it, at your level, Scott. It, yeah, no, clubs. No, will, no, so. no, no, no. Championship not clubs, so. championship clubs goes will go down. All right, but sorry, I, could... I meant lower than the Premier League level. No, no, no. Even in the Premier League, because because Premier, no, you can call that face, <laughs> but it just makes you look like an idiot. Yeah, <laughs> he is already an idiot. That's my resting face. You should see but my sex face. Idiot face. <laughs> oh no! But, but Premier... Why did you say that? <laughs> I'm going to batter this through this. Just do it. I, I think on average, when you look at Premier League clubs' revenue uh, breakdown, it's normally about 50% television revenue, 30% matchday revenue, 20% commercial revenue. Mm -hmm. I think on average, I think Manchester United makes something like £3 million in matchday revenue per game. Obviously, 
uh, at the lower end of Bournemouth, it's going to be nowhere near that. But you're still probably looking at a million Five. pounds. Yeah. I mean, I imagine Everton's matchday revenue is somewhere near two million pounds. If you think forty quid a ticket for at forty thousand people plus all the concessions and food and beer and everything. But is that profit or is that include? Is that include costs no, that's just, out as well? Exa- no, no, that's just re- that exactly that. That's just revenue now. Okay, so from that hundred percent. Most Premier League football clubs spend over seventy percent of that on wages. That's gone straight away. How many? If you, if you are a Premier League club that makes, let's say, twenty, thirty million pounds a season in matchday revenue, and you're currently losing three or four games of that, that 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 sort of these clubs aren't built on huge profit margins with space to absorb these sort of losses. So people talk about all this money swilling around in the Premier League like they can just go and fund the entire Football League and cover all these problems when they they are not these these businesses are not built to survive any sort of stress that they very much live hand to mouth hand to mouth Scotland League team yeah 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 definitely and it's just and I understand what you're saying that they don't even have that television revenue and things like that it is, but what it is, the faint thing is, it's just as bad, not any worse, because all that television money is already spent. It's not like they've just got it sitting around, swilling in big pots, waiting. Like, you, if this went on for a long time, you can see big clubs have big problems. Whose autograph would you rather have, Jonathan Wilson's or Kieran Maguire's? Uh, Jonathan Wilson's. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Emma, go on. Will there be a, will there be a case? for the clubs to go to the Premier League to get them to reimburse it and then the Premier League go to the FA and then the FA go to the government? Question mark. Well, so the, uh, I, 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 if you think bailing out banks was unpopular... <laughs> bailing out football clubs would be even less popular. Bailing out a Premier League football club or, or the Premier the League as well. Though, won't they? That'll go, I wonder if we can sue them. Two or, weeks ago, we had an airline go bust here and the government refused to step in and hundreds of people lost their jobs. There'll be another airline could be potentially be going bust anytime soon. Yeah. Um, so um, what you're saying is which, that they're going to be shit out of luck. Yeah. One of which a friend of mine. Um, I was... Do you know what, what, what would be nice, but it's completely not unnecessary, but you can't... No one could ever demand this is if you took Premier League foot if Premier League footballers maybe made a sacrifice for the f- to help local football league clubs because it wouldn't take much for a Premier League squad to all chip in a week's wages to cover probably we're probably talking months of costs for local football league clubs. But we've not happen, is it? Well, probably not. And but like I said, and it's and it's not their fault, right? No one can mm-hmm. demand or demand these things of them. But it would be nice if there was some some sort of solidarity shown between the rich and the poor in this situation, because otherwise, the uh, the, the football the 91 football league clubs could, could take a, a a trim 
I get a feeling that footballers these days are maybe a little bit more charitable. If you look at people like um, Trent Alexander-Arnold gave his Christmas day to work in a soup kitchen. Matt Ryan of Brighton was giving money to the uh, Australian Bushfires Fund for every save he and other goalkeepers made and stuff. I don't think you're peeing into the wind with that suggestion. I think maybe something might happen. Hopefully. Trent Trent was probably trying to chat up pregnant women though, wasn't it? Just thought it was <laughs> What? <laughs> Don't pretend like you haven't heard that story, Chris. Oh, come on, mate. No, what's this? Uh, I no. would no. search it. We'll talk about it off-pod. We'll talk off-pod. Google it at the end. Google it at the off-pod. All right. Okay, well, look, one more thing to go through then, and then we're done. So you might think that the um, there is no football going on, but there's still Copa some Libre football Libre going Copa Libertadores. Copa Libertadores. I haven't seen now. Yeah, I saw Emmanuel Adebayor. Um, I haven't seen that, but I've seen the Grêmio International bun fight. <laughs> Good <fuffle. laughs> yeah. uh, So games going on this weekend. So uh, there are games going on in Mexico. So top of the Mexican league, there is. Uh... <laughs> oh, you such a dick! Oh. You are such a dick. <laughs> What's going on? Why? Can we talk about the eight players that got sent off in the Grêmio International Can't game? You that was quite funny. I didn't see it. Go on, you t- you tell me. I've only seen a little bit, and it was just a. So you haven't even seen it then. Just see the red card, red card, red card. It was supposed to be four minutes of added time. I think I played about twelve or thirteen. Okay, so that's the couple of the door is done. Tick. Oh, you're such a dick. What? I I didn't see it. Hey, just get to the A League. Get to the A League where we all zone out. I didn't see it, and I didn't know what was going on. You said you've seen it, and it turns like you only saw half of it. It's like you watching Liverpool for most of the season, where you rather watch Liga. <laughs> right, in Mexico, Cruz Azula top on 19 points, Leon a second on 18, Club America a third and 17, and Pumas on 15 points. So it is uh, Leon versus Pumas this weekend. Uh, How do I watch this on my television? Huh? How do I watch this on my television? I will send you a link because I did ask somebody. Uh, and America versus Cruz is also on as well. So top four playing each other there. So there are other games going on. In Turkey, uh, the league is still continuing there. So Trabzonspor top on 52. Uh, I had a goal difference on Basekashir. Uh, Galatasaray 49. Sivaspor 49. And Besiktas on 43. So it's Trabzonspor versus Besiktas. So first versus second. Galatasaray versus Besiktas as well. Um, in the A-League, Sydney FC are top. <laughs> Sydney FC are top by uh, 10 points on 46 points ahead of Melbourne City who have got two games in hand there's Melbourne City versus Western Sydney Wanderers and Sydney FC versus Perth Glory who were top of the table last year uh, of the regular season um, and finally in India it is the Kolkata Derby um, Mohan Begum versus uh, East Bengal uh, Mo and Began won the title last week and they were supposed to be presented with the trophy this weekend for security reasons. They won't because there are 100,000 fans and not many of them will be cheering for them. So they're going to do it. How, at, hang uh, on, hang games. on, hang on. IPL has just been cancelled for three weeks. It's How not... is their football going on in don't India? Don't know. This is a big one. You regularly get uh, crowds of 100,000 people. Where if you check out a uh, WordPress blog called Emancipation for Goalpost, you will hear, you'll be able to read all about it. No, 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 no. <laughs> Rarely get... Crowds of 100,000 people apart from at the IPL every game. Every you... game, yeah. No, I... No, I... What? You just said I... you rarely get crowds of 100,000 people. Where you will get crowds of 100,000 people? Not rarely. No, I no, no. Where you I... will get... Apologies if I misheard you. No problem. 
Um, yes, you would get crowds of 100,000 people watching this fixture. It's the biggest fixture in Indian football. Um, yes, and if you read my WordPress blog, you'll be able to read why it's the biggest fixture in Indian football as well. It's very good. Uh, okay, right, guys. Um, you missed a game. What do you mean? Game? Did I miss? Ronaldinho's still in jail in Paris. Oh, yeah, that was brilliant. And he's playing, they're, they're fighting over which team he gets to play in. And the <laughs> winning team gets a suckling pig. Hold on, did you say he's still in jail? Yeah, he's still in jail in Paraguay. What is this? Some sort of, and they're fighting over which team he gets. What is this? Some sort of like longest yard situation? (laughs) Is this going to be a Netflix documentary? Watch it. Ronaldinho and Danny Dyer. (laughs) Lost in Paraguay. (laughs) Paraguay's. Hey, um, hey. Right, we've done one hour and 15 minutes of football when there's no games on. So I think we've done very much <laughs> so. We're going to wrap this podcast up. Um, I, we should, I genuinely think we should end with a Netflix recommendation for everyone because people are going to have things. I don't know what I'm going to do on my weekend. <laughs> Friends. Just watch Friend, Friends no. or Simpsons. Okay, my recommendations. My first is uh, The Death of a Gentleman, which is about the administration of cricket. And the other okay, one is... Good. Uh, Le Bleu, which is about the uh, black-white-Arab mix of the French national team from about 1998 to 2016, which is a really good documentary. Emma? Where can I watch that? Well, we can watch that on Netflix. Both yeah. on Netflix, yeah. Oh. Really, the, really good, the, Le Bleu. The cricket one is very, very good. Yeah. I've seen, I've seen Death of a Gentleman. Uh, yes, I recommend Le Bleu. Go on, Adam, what have you got? No, let me go second. You are going second. Third. <laughs> And my first recommendation is don't watch The Irishman. <laughs> Why not? No, it's the perfect time to watch The Irishman. What are you yeah. going to do? <laughs> yeah, you've got like four hours spare. <laughs> you've got the time to watch it, but just don't. Okay, why don't you like it? Because it's long. Yeah, it is yeah. boring. It's not boring, Doesn't... it is long. Um, if at any point you're feeling tired and lethargic, watch Uncut Gems, because that will give you a caffeine yeah. boost without you having any caffeine. Um, and if you need cheering up, I would say watch Working Mums. All right, Scott, because that is funny. Can Emma go before me? Okay, <laughs> Emma. Ooh, uh, okay. Um, well, if you want a short thing to watch, you can watch It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. That's on short. There's about twenty series. Yeah, but they're like twenty minutes an episode. Okay. Uh. I based, oh, watch Wild Wild Country as well. That's a great documentary about a cult in America. We came over from India. <clears throat> Are they uh, Mohan Begum fans? Perhaps. Uh, okay, so there'll be 99,998 then. Um, Scott? Um, I always just going to say the Aaron Hernandez documentary. If anyone hasn't watched it, please do. Three It's three episodes probably about an hour and five minutes for each one um i've been binge watching friends on netflix so you just do what i do <laughs> oh yeah and watch better call Saul. everyone said documentaries now and i feel like an idiot yeah. <laughs> my world country is great though you should definitely watch it and um, there's um the there actually are... the blur one is very good there are a lot of good documentaries on uh on on netflix as well so the great uh, is it the great hack it's very good uh icarus for anyone who's interested in that at all chris have you seen icarus never heard of it you need to watch you need to watch icarus what's it about 
and we'll talk about it. It's about um, it's to do Jumping with uh, doping. Oh, okay. But we'll talk about it in a minute. All right. Um, okay, right, guys. It's time to pimp our socials then. Chris on the Sunday show would say, as of doubt, he'll be here this weekend. Um, Scott, if they, people want to follow you on Twitter, how do they do that? Hold on, uh, you me, just quickly. You telling me that Chris isn't coming on to review the games in Mexico? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'd love it if he did. That'd be fantastic. Oh. Okay, right, guys. Chris uh, is a one. <laughs> I can't believe that they gave away that penalty at the last minute. It was a terrible <laughs> thing. Yum, 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 yum. Um, <laughs> Ronaldinho's team three, the guards two. How are we, man? I like that game. Oh, didn't you like it as well? Yeah, it's very good, wasn't it? A League's my favourite. Yeah, right there, Chris. Uh, right. But no one ever. <laughs> Scott, if they want to follow you on Twitter, how do they do that? I didn't know, like, I didn't know. <laughs> uh, uh, Scott Scott Monroe. <laughs> Adam. Yes. How do they follow you? Uh, Adam, I say 101. Okay. Emma, did it follow you, did they? No, much like my country, it has been locked down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we are at Man of the Post. You can follow us on Twitter at Man of the Post and Instagram at Man of the Post. You can like us on Facebook as well. If you'd like me here, you can rate reviews and uh, leave us five-star reviews on iTunes or Acast or Stitcher or Spotify, which is where you can follow us and download us from. Uh, guys, right. Uh, not sure what's going to be going on in the next few weeks with regards to podcasts, but we can planning to continue and record and uh, perform some out. So we're going to do something a little bit different, hopefully week by week. So, on the post Netflix on the post brilliant right <laughs> guys thank you so much for joining us and always remember to keep your man on the post <laughs>